Hello everyone and welcome back to Creative Emotions. I'm your host, Alex Lee. Cedric Papa. And today it's just gonna be us two again. Aww. 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 It's like I feel like um it's like, you know, like there's like a night shift and a day shift, and I'm or like <laughs> I'm always like I never get to see like an employee friend of mine because we have different shifts now. Oh, and okay. So, yeah, I, I miss Jenny. I miss Jenny. Well, yeah, she's busy moving some stuff yeah. today, so. But much love, Jenny. Yeah. We miss you. Love you, hearts. Hearts. Yeah, we're making hearts. <laughs> hearts with our hands and hearts with our fingers, I think. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. Well, um, today is going to be a very interesting uh, emotion today. Um, and it's going to be... A negative one, as always. Uh, we, <laughs> um, no. What do you mean, no? Well, because you said, like, as always, like, we, we only have, we only feel negative. Like, <laughs> no. That's not true. That's not true. But, like, well, yeah. but I always like to premise our audience out there, like, really take these um, negative emotions as a learning experience rather than something that is an embodiment of yourself. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, oh, for sure. I, I back that message up 120%. Uh, yeah. It's just like, when we talk about motions that we we that don't make us feel our best or capable, um, some, we have to not just set them aside and, and put them in a, in a and never look at them. But I think we, we what we try to do is we try to really address them in, in the dimensions that we can, mm-hmm. uh, with the hope that people can do the same. If you're listening and uh, if you're feeling very similar, uh, that you can try to do the you can apply the same and then vice versa just like knowing that you're not alone in in feeling the ways that you're feeling mm-hmm. um, and whatever it may be mm-hmm. so that being said uh today is emotion is going to be regret oh. <laughs> now the reason well what's really interesting is that um the reason why we're doing regret today is because um cedric um had a really really rough uh week last week and uh, to be honest, um, a lot of our good friends have been having a rough weeks last week, and uh, I'd like to, you know, send them, you know, good vibrations and, you know, happy feelings, and really like give them the strength to throughout this week um, and the next week, because um, it's really been hard for all of our good friends here today. Mm-hmm. And um, just want to let you know that we're here for you guys. Yeah, um, I, I, I don't tell people this in. Um... <laughs> Because it's like contrary to kind of like how success is gauged, uh, specifically for like things like this. Um, but the podcast for me is 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 not primarily about gaining viewership. Mm-hmm. Um, it is it the reward for me is very much this us me, uh, Alex and Jenny uh, talking with them about just how these emotions. Um, you know, live through me and how I get them out, how I can discuss them because it helps me get a better semblance of control in, in my life because sometimes I I have to, I have to force time. It's like I've scheduled time to reflect about what's going on and how to deal with the things in my life so that I can move forward productively and better. Mm -hmm. Um, and to, and this week, yeah, I, um, I requested regret because, um, the week has been um, unfortunately tough uh, for me, and um, it has led to certain things that have forced me to reflect. And, and, and through that reflection, uh, I this is one of the this podcast is one of those steps, and I wanted to share that with you guys. Mm. Um, and it may not be, um, yeah, it's not super positive and light. It's regret, and I think if we've ever done anything in our lives. 
um, there you probably have had at the same stint or you know a regret that you've done or even things that you wish you had done like mm-hmm. in action mm-hmm. right I think regret is one of those things you, you feel it no matter what happens um, you know good bad like whether you did or you didn't it exists right because it's just in our minds and so um, yeah so I'm gonna we're gonna be talking about that and um, just know that uh, spoiler alert! There may be crying. No, Aww. I don't think there may be crying, but I think there's. It's, you're gonna. It's gonna. Maybe I'll get a little choked up, but I also. Uh, but it was. It's something that I need to get through. So I'm hoping that you guys will be. You know, um, I hope I don't scare anybody away. So mm, well, I just want to let you know that I'm here for you. Yeah, you know? Alex and, is, and, and Alex always. Oh, and so our and our dance team is there for you as uh, well. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All, All right. right. Mm-hmm. So I will ask you this question, Cedric. What is something you really regret? All right. Well, that, that's why I requested the episode so someone could ask me. So, um, yeah. Um, okay. So um, I'm going to tell you context. Okay. Uh, but then what the, – the context is not – necessarily uh, indicator of what I regret I'll explain what I really regret probably at the end of the context like how context works but sure. um so um I'll start at the I'll start at the end mm-hmm. um so recently I got uh some of you may know that uh I teach or I, I dance salsa but maybe I don't really say it as much but I also teach salsa uh and I used to teach it with this company and then I think everyone who's listened uh, knows that I'm part of a team, um, and uh, I don't know if I want. For now, I'll keep the name, like you know, whatever. Sure. If you if you know the name, then you know the name. If you don't, don't worry. But um, recently, I had done something. Um, I was on another podcast, and I had said some things. Right, uh, a podcast that is um, just starting out, but it is trying to kind of bring up or. Uh, the issues uh and the culture of our community right like it's a sort of like one of those like hey lifestyle like what's going on and in in the community i'm speaking of is like salsa and bachata like latin the latin dance community Mm -hmm. and i said some things um kind of like as a representative of this company of my team but i didn't say things in the best light uh i definitely said things that if you hear it like if you hear my voice, I think it does come off as maybe even vicious, maybe a little vindictive, um, but nonetheless, how I felt about something, and that's something that I have to negotiate through. Um, but in doing so, after I said it, right, I was summarily fired from that company and then banned uh, from that team. And those are the facts, like those are the realities. And I don't hold any sort of like I don't want anyone to hold any sort of um, like resentment. Uh, I don't feel in a sense resentment or injustice um, after what was done. It's the only thing that could be left to do mm-hmm. in regards to me. So I don't I completely understand that. But that's that is what happened. And so um, what now you know that right and i don't think there's any more con well there's some more context that i'll probably put later um down the road um no i guess i can i'll no i'll do it after what i what i do regret 
what I honestly do regret is that um, that uh, the things that I said could have only been said in the way that they were said in that podcast um, <clears throat> is when I forget that I forgot they were like human, you know, like I, or I really thought only of like myself or others like myself. And I felt like I was advocating for them um, against the sort of like, uh, sort of like an un unjust group of individuals that, you know, seemed singular in mindset, which mm -hmm. looking back, I need to realize that's not true uh, because the additional context I need to know is that, um, that that group that team was like was my first real life like i like was like my first real dance family and um and it's funny because it's like when i think about it it's like it seems like a cheap shot they're so famous in our community and they're so big um and it just seems like yeah like you know like um everybody there may be people that may not have their success vested in their best interest. Mm -hmm. um, but that's not me, though. Like, I did give... The thing... The reason why I said what I said on that podcast, on the one, on the one that, like, reflects on our community, is because I do give... I, do, I just care so much about that team and that family because... And the reason why I care and, and the reason and the, the thing that I regret is I forgot. I forgot how much opportunity and how much I attribute my own growth and development. Um, I forgot about the relationships, right, that I was able to have through that team. And they are very much, they are to the degree caring. And I vilified them so badly in that podcast and i need to what i now need to understand is why why did i do that and why 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 it it, it really shouldn't happen like that again um because the other thing is just like i reg the one thing that i realized after this had happened was that um you know I regret not being able to have the strength to to simply just make the opportunity to tell them how I was feeling. And um, I regret that. Like, I regret it, but now I have to ask myself, should I? Like, in all those things, it's like, yeah, you, we feel what we feel. And... Um, but we need to sometimes question why we're feeling what we're feeling, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, is or is it just reactionary? Is it just instinctual? Uh, and and that's where I'm in the process of doing. And I, I've talked to a few people, right? I plan on talking to a few more, um, you know, like to, to kind of dictate and understand wisdom. Uh, Alex is one of those people, and, and he's been great. And, um, but now it's not like I'm trying to put in the court of public opinion in this podcast, but I, I do feel like there's a lesson to be learned about regret because it is that feeling that like 
can, if you don't examine it, it will shut, it will just shut you down. It'll just, it's, it's, it's the feeling that teaches, you know, it's, it's the feeling that makes sure that you understand why something is wrong. And, uh, because it's like the other side of knowing. And I think to myself, you know, like, and I think one of the things that regret does is that, um, it just makes you, yeah, it forces you to reflect. It forces you to, 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 to think because it, it feels very much like I, I lost something Mm -hmm. and, um, it is incredibly, it was incredibly painful and I just want to apologize to the people that I may have hurt in doing what I have done and forgetting that um, you have done a lot. And I just, and I just wanted to be kind of clear that, um, that sometimes we do things because we care but we do them in the wrong way because we're just so flawed. But how much you want to consider that is up to you. You know, like, you know, sometimes people um, are just different and they, they, they do things that are wrong. And what I'm going to explain next is perhaps like the logic of why I did the things that I did. But yeah, that's, I wanted to be just clear that there's an apology there. And no matter what happens, like, I wasn't meant to be vicious in the sense, like, you shouldn't. Like, they're not, they're not what they're, they claim to be. They are very much what they claim to be. What I meant was they should be, I was vicious or passionate because we could be more. We could be more, but I, I never had the, I couldn't muster the courage to, tell them, tell people that I love, you know, that what they were doing was hurting me. And it's something that I've, I've written about. Um, so it is something that I, I, I am going through right now. And I, I, you can probably tell that I am, but I, that's why it was important that I requested this because I, I, I do need to talk about it. Like I need to say it, I need to form those thoughts. Uh, like vocally uh, with the idea and hope that if anyone is listening that there could be wisdom that could be developed here that will prevent you from having to know uh, the depths of pain that I'm I'm going through mm-hmm. but yeah yeah um, thank you Cedric you know like I think it's important to to know our own faults you know yeah and i think it's important that that to be able to be honest with yourself now and really really be honest about yourself even though it hurts in the in these situations like i'm sure that the people who've heard this or or ever get the chance to hear this um they understand how you feel I mean, that's the hope. That's the idea. But I mean, I will say this on that. Like what I did doesn't, 
what I'm about to explain, how I'm going to explain it, I don't want it to excuse my behavior. It's really about understanding. Because mm-hmm. I understand why they reacted the way they reacted and how hurt they were for what I did. Mm-hmm. And I wrote about it. And, um, and the thing is, it's like, like, I love them. I do. Like, and that's why I, I have opinions about, you know, stuff. When you care about something, you, you have opinions about things. Like, you, you, you want things to be different or better. And so, <clears throat> but at the same time, if you don't have the ability to address it or find or feel like you don't have the ability to address it or the opportunity to address it, you, for me, I can't, I have a hard time letting things go that I, that I feel like need to be addressed or cared about. But I think I've always thought like, well, maybe the opportunity will come. Maybe, maybe the door will open. Maybe, you know, the right time will happen. But what tends to always occur is like in waiting to do that, I explode. And so that's what happened. Um, you know, like I love them, but I love the things and I love them for the things they show how they love. They're a team that provides, um, they love by showing structure, by showing like organization through sort of like strictness, you know, like regiment. Um, they show by, you know, like spending time and, um, uh, they show love by like bringing humor and lightheartedness at times, uh, and and I I loved all those things, but I also you know like I think sometimes those things right like got in the way of other things that could be better or or, or my opinions about like something because I, I I crave for it to be so different, and and then things became out of hand. Or I felt things were getting out of hand, and I started to focus on the consequences of actions that were being taken. Mm-hmm. And that's when I started to snuff out this idea that they were human, also. Mm-hmm. You know, like um, that they were the way things were being approached, um, the way that things were hap- like being said. Um, I just I just disagreed with, but I couldn't bring myself to say those disagreements, and um, that was my bad. You know, like that's very much my bad. Um, so I just, you know, I very much apologize for the way in which this information had to come out, or the way my perspective came out. Because what I really did wrong was like I never gave them a chance to change, and that's the thing that people need to learn. It's like. If you want things to change, you have to give a chance for it to change. Mm-hmm. And you can't hope that things will change. You have to create those opportunities. But that's such the hardest part. Because you you would have to you have to set forward yourself out there. You have to have the courage to to tell not monsters or like dragons to slay them. You don't want to kill the thing that you're trying to change to get rid of you're trying to you know like you're like (laughs) what i will say it's like this it's like it's like you have the courage to like step up and you know like 
like cut out a can't like like cut like do surgery when you have like no medical experience mm-hmm. or you feel like there's no medical experience or you feel like the doors the, the body's not even open you got to do everything by hand and hope and pray that things will change or things will get better you know and um because i'm not the type to just just sit on things sit on emotions i think this podcast the people that i met if anything we're different we're just like we emote you know we use it as our asset we see it as our growth we care we care and consider for it um because the things that i said and here's more context if you haven't listened to the episode you know um, you're more than welcome to listen to it and please let me know how i am Mm -hmm. Um, because I'm not at that point yet where I can listen to myself Mm -hmm. yet because I'll be too critical. Mm -hmm. Um, But what's the name? uh, It's Sonrisa. Sonrisa Sonrisa podcast. The the episode is like uh, lessons from a student and a teacher. Mm -hmm. And I honestly just think I probably sound so arrogant. Um, But I don't know. And um, but in doing so, right, like the the initial like um, context is that <clears throat> the things that I say there is like is like the way things have been done in, in the Latin dance community when it comes to dance teams and I, and specifically I use my lesson or my reference is um is the is the team that I got banned from, the the family that I used to be a part of. Uh I would tell them like, well, like you disregard emotion for for victory, for completion. Um, you 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 grow and like that was that was the that's the mentality like that's the mentality like you don't if you want something to be done you don't don't think about your feelings like you push through and you set them aside and um, there's like a logic to that in the sense like you can't always address every single emotion every single time you know but I think I live in a generation um, where emotions do matter and if you don't address them if you don't if you don't like deal with them they tend to explode um and um the thing was it's like i was being conditioned right because that was the only team that i had been on and you know everything was great until that but that was like the single attribute or this little thing and i think to myself like if this is the only team I own, I was like, well, this is just how it is, right? This is just this is just how we deal with it, right? Like you get on a team and they yell at you and they they or they do things to you that emotionally sort of seem damaging, um, hurtful, you know, um, whatever it may be. And that's it. That's how you, that and then but you you get you build perfection, you build amazement, and then and then that's it. And then you're on to the next one. And you that euphoria of like, oh, it was all worth it. The pain, the struggle, the whatever it may be. But like for me, I I I don't just let victory discard those emotions. Like for me, pain is not something that can just go away because we did a thing. We accomplished it. Like to me, they leave scars, you know? And I have to justify those scars, um, whatever it may be. But maybe that's why I don't I don't have success in certain things, but at the end of the day, I wouldn't want to. Um, and I've learned that and I've assessed into that judgment. But when I went to another team, the team that I'm on now, Outer Class, um, Mitch, right, my director, he introduced a very dangerous concept to me. 
Um, but one that I, I, I wholeheartedly agree with. And it's like, no, like, there needs to be moments where emotion matters, where care and feel and free. Like, it's not, it's not the problem. It's the path to real growth. And then, like, he, he always says, like, and this is the case, right? Like, and it was really touching what happened because, like, we had a secret Santa. And, you know, we, we have secret Santas for our dance team. Mm-hmm. And, um, and he, he said something. And I don't want, and if he doesn't, I hope he, does, I hope he doesn't mind that I say this. But he, he, he really does feel like we're a family to him. And, and that's, that's really important. That really resonated with me. Um, because of the way we we created everything that we've done, and he he does the things that he does because he considers feelings. And I know sometimes maybe like maybe I I don't know I, this is me putting words in his mouth, but uh, maybe he 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 feels doubt or he feels worried that he's too into his feelings or whatever maybe. But I, I will say that I can't tell you how much I appreciate it because and the problem was is that. <laughs> Not the problem, but what happened was like I began to compare because I was on both teams simultaneously and I was seeing the dichotomy like like we can do excellent things, but we don't have to like yell and discuss it like this. We don't have to do this like this. We don't have to do this like we can hold everybody to a higher standard. You know, there is a there is a higher standard that exists that it doesn't have to be this it doesn't have to be grind out your talent like emotionally like deal with this nonsense da 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 like blah 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 like you know if you're not perfect you're not anything like it's 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 you know like if you're on this team it's like it's because you know and no but like Mitch showed like nah like we can care for each other while we're struggling to build something beautiful and, and amazing and when we do will want it more, will be better. Mm-hmm. And I think every company, like, like, cause, and, um, I don't know if you want to mention it, but like, uh, the, the Gary Vaynerchuk one. Oh, about yeah. the whole situation where he yeah. makes every, um, all of his employees, uh, feel important, um, that they are important. Um, I remember watching one of the videos, uh, maybe a couple of them where I saw, it was on a it was a YouTube video where his daily, uh, Gary's daily V videos, and in in one of the scenes in these videos shows him talking to one of his employees, and he does that consistently. He puts the time and effort to talk to one of each and one, every one of his employees um, to see how their how their day is, how are they feeling, and what's going on in their lives. And with you know with such a well known person such as Gary V. Um, you know, quote me if I'm wrong on this one. Um, if I remember correctly, I believe it's either 10,000 employees. It could be more, it could be less. Um, however, that's still a huge, huge amount of number. Yeah. Regardless, a huge amount of employees that, that he himself has to cater towards. Um, and to be able to put in the time and effort just to cater to one individual person, like a one-on-one conversation is astounding. Mm-hmm. Whether even though it could be, you know, maybe it could take a week to see this person or, or two weeks or three weeks or a month or even a year, he puts the time and effort just to allow conversation with this individual himself. So 
And that's something that I feel that is very important throughout, um, whether it be a business, whether it be a team, whether it be a family, to actually have those times to be able to have those one-on-one interactions to grow. Because there's many types of people that grow in many different ways, whether it be in a community sense, but also in a very individual sense as well. And I think that's like that's like super important um, because like yeah I, I I never did things that outer class or, or or showed me to do but are so fundamentally important for why I do the things that I do um, like when I was with this other team like we never checked in which is like we would be in a circle and our director would be like how's everyone feeling like are we feeling good like and then tell us like exactly what's gonna happen today and like maintaining and then just reminding us to maintain the focus his expectations and doing the side talk like or whatever it may be and like yeah we we want to listen and stuff like that mm-hmm. and it shows me like he he show it shows me one that he 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 he's willing to be kind of like open about what he wants mm-hmm. and which is like a vulnerability at times mm-hmm. you know um but in a res- in a way that seems very like acknowledging of like the 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 kind of like humanness that I am like, 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 yeah, like we're in this together. Mm-hmm. Like it's not because, you know, like other ways I've been directed is like, you know, you just, you, they just tell you what you want like, Hey, get, get into your positions. And you know, like the teachers in the front or the directors in the front and everybody just starts lining up and doing their things and stuff like that. But the circle, right. The shape of it reminds us just all inclusive and encompassing. Like, oh, it's, absolutely. Yeah. And that's why I'm saying like, it's like little things like that. Mm-hmm. And then, and then at the end, you know, it's like he does the practice. Like he can express his like sort of like, well, like we 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 can. I know we can do things better. Like we'll focus on this more next time and whatever it may be. Like it's constructive, mm-hmm. uh, but at the same time, he's willing to also say like, yeah, like good practice. Thank you guys for your focus. Like he's thankful uh, for the focus, and I think that's something that's so important. Mm-hmm. You know, like. Um, I say this all the time, right? Like, like there's a joke that I say. Like, what do you call a, um, like, 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 what do you call, um, okay, so like, what do you call a guy standing alone in a room? Uh, a loner? Yeah, it's a loner, but you could be like, someone could say like, oh, that's a teacher. Because it's like, but like, but the problem is like, uh, it's like, yeah, that's technically, it could be a teacher, right? But it's not a teacher until another person shows up, right? It's like, oh, like, hmm. yeah, you're not a teacher until there's another person in the room, you know? Like, wow. and yeah, because like, yeah, like, or like the reverse joke is like, what, what do you call a teacher with no students? And it's like a guy alone, like a guy alone in a room. <laughs> and it's just oh like, it's just like, it's like a joke to kind of like reference to the idea of like, you need to understand like the nature of your, the position that you are, right? Like, um, and Mitch, I think remembers that. Like, he knows, like, look, outer class is not me, you know. Like, outer class is all of you, and acknowledging all of you. Mm-hmm. And I never heard that before. Like, I just thought, like, I just follow a vision. Like, I I just try to look like this person, and and then I let someone that person tell me like I'm failing or succeeding mm-hmm. and i measure my value and my worth and all of that stuff and then like i let like oh whatever pains i feel like well that's just the price you pay for trying to be a dancer mm-hmm. and i'm like like i got my definition of dancer redefined and in doing so i thought I, it, it needed to be spread 
right? That idea, that notion, like it stuck into me. It was like an idea that I couldn't unitch. And, um, and this is like, I, I want this to be very clear. This is not outer class's fault at all for the, the actions that I'd taken because I'm a, I'm a grown ass adult. And that's the important thing here. Like grown ass adults take responsibility for the actions that they have taken but they also need to examine why those actions are taken and take responsibility in changing them as well mm -hmm. you know and so uh i i uh i just spread i spread that that word and and doing all that stuff but in doing so i lost sight of the other things that i i have been provided but it's very much like yeah, it was very much like a relationship. It, it was very much like a breakup. Mm -hmm. It was, it was very painful. It was very sad, and um, that regret is like, um, it's it's so layered in so many things um, that I just, ugh, like uh, I have a I have an understanding of why, uh, like I'm I'm trying to understand that feeling, mm -hmm. you know, and. The lessons that it's trying to learn so i'm going to move on to this next question then sure yeah all right okay so the question goes like this because i think it segues kind of well we'll yeah. see yeah uh, it goes like regret do we need it what does the feeling really serve i think um i believe regret's important because it's it's like a moral police yeah you know it, it's like this essence of saying why'd you do that <laughs> Now you got to deal with this. This is the reason why you shouldn't have done that in the first place. Sure. That's, that's, that's the feeling of what regret is, is that oh, I knew I shouldn't have done this, but I did it anyway, mm -hmm. you know? And then after the fact of doing it, whether it be right or wrong, mm -hmm. you feel that, you know, that, that effect, mm -hmm. that effect on you. And that's where it comes in because it's like a, it's like a recognition um, um, habit. In a way, it's it's like it's like it's like a it's like a reaction, where where it's saying that um, this is here's the consequences. How do you feel about it now? Mm -hmm. I yeah. think that's that's how I feel about regret. Yeah. It's like reinforcing the fact that that this is what happened. Right. You know. And I think uh, I, I I agree with that for sure. Um, yeah, it is like the moral police, <laughs> um, and it and it's important because. Um, regret is a, a means of growth. It, it, it's doing that for me now. Mm -hmm. It's so painful, mm. you know. Mm -hmm. But it's um, it's the it's the essence of that phrase: uh, learning lessons the hard way. Oh, absolutely. You know, like regret is part of that process. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, you want to you want to do that thing? You want to play football without a helmet on? Okay, here you go. Mm -hmm. And oh, and you're on the ground, and you're like. And your head is ringing you're like oh yeah what's up what do you feel it's like oh i'm so hurt and it's like oh it's like yeah do you regret doing that it's like yes and i'm like okay there you learned that lesson <laughs> and so you know it's a form of knowledge right mm -hmm. um but at the same time i think uh what's really important is like um the context of right or wrong you know because it also comes from that that platitude right like mm -hmm. no good deed goes unpunished yeah you know so like you can't please everybody no you can't um so you'll do something that you feel like maybe is good uh, and then, like people, people get like pissed, or it affects people differently, and There's you have no to accept the you have to accept that difference. But then, at the same time, you regret, right? You see those faces, you see that pain, and then um, I think the easiest thing for a lot of people to do with regret is that they feel wholeheartedly wrong. So I like I wrote something on my Instagram, and 
it was very, um, I, you know, like it was very filled in regret. Um, but I, as I look back on it now, it may have been a little bit reactionary, mm-hmm. but I needed to do it. Mm-hmm. I don't regret that regret post. Oh, um, because that's honestly how I felt at that moment. Um, Which I appreciate, yeah. And I'll be honest, it's funny. Um, So we're recording at my house. And I don't know, I'm talking a little bit quieter because... um, So um, I I post that thing and it's it's very like... And I I don't know if Alex can attest, but it's very like revealing. It's kind of like a little bit heartfelt. It's it's very sad. Mm -hmm. Um, Almost in its Mm self-deprecating. And I'm like, okay, I post this for people, you know, like, and I, and I do this in the most like, sort of like royal aggregate way, like for any person, but not really knowing the specific person. But then it, it became very real for me because my stepfather, he sees the post. He's like, hey, like, uh, <laughs> he's like, is, did you write that post because of, uh, what, because of what happened to you at the team? And I was like, you read that post and I was, Whoa. and he was like, I, I, I mean, like that's what I thought in my head, but yeah. then I just, but what I actually did was answer his question. It's like, yeah, it's just how I'm feeling and stuff like that. And it's weird because I've, I've never really had a, a deep conversation with my stepfather about emotions. Cause we're very, we're very much like the old school male mentality. Like he's a good, our, my stepfather is a good man. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but I, I was, ne- I never, but he knew me when I was very young. So we never really established, and I, I'm hard pressed to establish that relationship with, um, with him where it's like very emotional. And again, that's me. That's me trying to figure that out. Mm-hmm. But like he, 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 he went out and he came up to me and he said those things. I think that was him showing his concern and his care. But I was very surprised because it just became very real. Like, oh, that's right. People see this. Like real people see this, you know, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I was like, oh, I'm worried. Like, wow, I, I don't want like, you know, random warriors to come up to me and like, you know, whatever it may be. But I had to be like, well, no, like you have to realize that you did something for, mostly for yourself and for others, but you can't control how others feel about what, what you did. Mm-hmm. And so you, you can't regret how others feel about what you did in that particular um for for this instance of what happened right Mm -hmm. and so i just think to myself like yeah like regret showed like but regret allows you to kind of examine things but it it, but i think what is the point that i'm trying to make is that we rush to connections because we want to be out of regret as soon as possible uh we always want to be not discomforted we want solutions and answers right away so we we say things um, and um, I actually wrote something that I haven't posted yet, but I'll, I'll briefly go into it. Uh, we write um, we write things that like uh, yeah, like regret is like a moment that kind of defines us. Like uh, it's like oh, I shouldn't have done that, and then we dictate actions. But in doing so, we in order to just escape that emotion we we make wrong we learn wrong lessons sometimes we, we make wrong conclusions like oh like fuck i shouldn't have done that mm-hmm. um i'm a bad person mm-hmm. like oh like you know i shouldn't have um uh, i shouldn't have said that thing like oh, i'm the reason why they're gonna break up or i'm the reason for blank or mm-hmm. i'm doing this and whatever it may be right it's like because your logic is trying so hard to calm you down and survive 
the emotional storm that you've kind of put yourself through yeah uh that we end up learning like wrong lessons that in the end kind of define us as people like i'm not like you know like whatever it may be me to say you know um i think when i re- wrote that uh very much of that still is true but also the language that's used for is kind of like exaggerated to a certain degree um I do feel like I am duplicitous, um, but not to the degree of so horrible, but it is like, I am two-sided and, um, and I, and, <laughs> and I'm trying to negotiate how I can be a person who can, who can have opinions. And this is something that, um, Alex recently showed up to me and it's, I think it's a great revelation. Like I, if you listen to this podcast, you know, I, I just talk a lot. I talk a lot, <laughs> but what people may not know is that if you know me, like if you if you know me outside, obviously this podcast, that you may not think I do talk a lot, mm. or that I may not. But the problem is, like Alex was like, "What's good about you is like, yeah, you do talk a lot." And Alex admitted it. <laughs> I was hurt. No, um, no. But what he said is like, you always have opinions about every emotion because like he even cared to admit is it okay if i share this yeah go ahead um that sometimes he doesn't have an opinion about certain emotions i, I don't <laughs> like some there are to be honest there are some emotions that that are hard for me to resonate with mm-hmm. you know and definitely a challenge for me to to take an extra step to consider and really right. learn about so right. but for for cedric it just feels very natural for him because he really sits down and really really embraces that emotion or and really sits with it and try to understand the reasons why he feels that way in that certain point in time yeah thank you alex Mm -hmm. you're welcome and and so that's the thing and then um but in doing so right people people around like you need to know this about me it's like you look at me and it's like and then you'll ask like or you look at me and you do something i always have an opinion about that i do i have an opinion (laughs) Um, and if you really want to know it, I'm always happy to add, I'm always happy to tell you. That's why at the end of like the post that I put on Instagram, this farewell one, I said like I need help being more honest. So if if you look at me and 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 you know who I am and and you want my honest opinion, you have to let me know that sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm also working on being able to share that in that skillful, sort of tactful way. But I always have I have a thousand opinions. Like I have uh, I have opinions about things and. Um, and I always tell them in the in the in the in the way that I believe is the best and most productive, because people have opinions. Like everyone has opinions, but sometimes they don't care to to see those opinions actually change anything. They just they just want to have them, and so they they can they can work as like emotional, like you know, like it's like uh, just kind of like uh, like emotional safety blankets or something. It's just like something to rub, like you know. Um, just something to have to make them feel like you know like oh like you know like this is just who i am like you know you're oh like, it's okay. like oh you're, you're being an idiot or whatever and as opposed to like well you could if you would like you could try to fix yeah could you try to look at this this way and see if that seems a little bit better for you if not no worries like you know yeah it's like being able to to make your opinions actually productive as opposed to just staying them as like like opinions or whatever may be you know, um, because I think a lot of times, like, a lot of people feel like their voice won't be listened to. Mm. And I'm like that. Mm-hmm. But then I think to myself, like, okay, I, I, but I go a step further and say, 
well, how do I make my voice be heard? Like, what do what are the things that I need to do to make my voice be heard? So then then people can listen, and that's that's the process, right? That's the that's the the nuanced. Um, that's the nuance ability that we have to kind of do because a lot of people just want to be like, oh, nobody wants to listen to me. I'll just shut the hell up and just wither in my own pain and, mm-hmm. and suffering. And that's the last thing we want anybody to do. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you are informed, if if you are insightful, if you are, um, hell, if you just exist, <laughs> like it's important that people hear what you're saying because sometimes you provide like a perspective that really needs examination. Mm, I'll, I'll 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 be honest. It, when I made that podcast, like. I will say this on that, right? There are two ways it could go down. The first way is that this team, right, uh, that I'm now, like, no longer a part of, um, thinks I'm completely full of shit. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. Like, that's something that, um, that's they're entitled to kind of believe that. And, and again, that's, like, an emotional response to the kind of hurt and whatever it may be. Uh, but the other part is, like, I think in the back of their mind, I think what's more realistic is, like, like, damn it. Like, I think the reason why they maybe have been so hurt is because at a certain point, they have to realize, like, this person was with us for a long time. Mm-hmm. And he did a lot of things. And um, he did a lot of things. And uh, he did a lot of things. And he does kind of know us. And... And... Uh, fuck, do we have to really think about the way we are? Because it's out there now, you know, like if we, if we have, if we, if, if people hear this and then they come to the team and we're exactly like he says we are, we're in trouble, you know? So now we have to change, mm-hmm. you know, we have to be like, we have to be kind of considered, but how do we do that? Like, how do we, how do we, but at least it's in the back of their mind and in the back of the thought. But again, like it's one of those things, like if you think it's complete horse crap, then you have nothing to worry about. But if you, if you feel like that's an inkling, Maybe in the back of their mind, they're like, okay, should we ask them how they're feeling? Mm-hmm. Should we ask how what's going on? Mm-hmm. Should we, you know, uh, like, uh, let, let, yeah, you know, like we have to assess to, to a degree what's, what's really nonsense and what's really true. Maybe it's just one lone voice that's just overly emotional. And that could be true. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I, I really don't think that's the case. But, uh, you know, it is what it is and you want to listen to it. But I think... When, when, when something happens like that, you know, like every time in history, every time there was a strike, like a work strike, you know, um, yeah, the strike, so a lot of strikes got, you know, pushed down. But as soon as they were pushed down, immediately bosses realized, well, we do have to somehow improve work conditions. Maybe not at the terms that they're asking for, but we got to do something because if we don't, we know it's going to happen again. Mm-hmm. We know it's going to happen again. Mm-hmm. And so that might be the case here. Yeah. But I think, yeah, like as a regret serves as a really important way for us to understand our environment, understand our actions, understand our moral ethic. But I think if we don't really find ways to to hold and control and reflect on it, which again, the one reason why I think... Um, they may not care to change or may not care to like regret is mm-hmm. because sometimes people don't have time to regret, you know, like life happens. Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Like I got my job and stuff like that. But the problem is like, that's like we said in the last podcast. Um, if you don't take time, if you don't schedule time to like 
collect yourself and figure stuff out to feel certain things that you're feeling and understanding why you're feeling those certain feelings you're essentially your your moral compass is all sorts of fucked up you know like it's just like mm-hmm. you, know, you, you don't know and then you end up like in a over a place that you don't want to be maybe you don't who knows mm-hmm. i don't know what the other side may feel like but it's i know for a fact i can't not reflect about these emotions but i also know that sometimes i have to sit in them i have to realize them and i I realize that i'm I'm very much in the stages of death like you know like grief like loss and all that stuff after what's happened here and yeah there are things that um without getting into too much specific detail because it's weird this one emotionally resonated me with the most but i do regret other things that have been happening Here's the most superficial one. I'm going to tell you um, top three regrets of top three Cedric's regrets in 2020. Um, number one. Oh, I'm sorry. Number coming in at number three. Um, coming in at number three is that on New Year's Day, I got really drunk and then it got me really sick. Oh, Cedric. Got me really, really sick. Oh. It led to a horrible. And then after that, after I got over the sickness, I think it led to a horrible headache that I'm only recently getting into. Mm-hmm. And that was like a physical, like, ah, Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll never drink again kind of like. Regret, oh, okay. You know? And it's like superficial now, but it was very painful, you know, physically at the time. And it was like, uh, you know, it is what it is. Uh, coming in at number two of 2020's um, regret. This one's a little bit more somber. Um, and... I feel like I should be feeling more regret, but uh, I, I unfortunately do not. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that uh, my uncle recently passed away? Yeah, I remember you talking about that. Yeah, and um, what I regret is that I, and I think it, everyone regrets this, and when it comes to forms of death or, or, or injury or tragedy, is that um, we wish we could have done more. Mm. You know, we, mm-hmm. we could have been present in in that person's life a little bit more. But I think there's something to be said about that very important thing to say about that is that I don't think we can ever reach the more that is comfortable for anybody. I think if anybody ever passes away or is gravely injured, the regret you're feeling is this instinctual regret. But unless you were that person, you, you, you can never feel like, Oh, like I did exactly enough, um, to not feel any regret with this person Mm. that you have to go through that process of remorse and reflection. And, And part of that is thinking, you could have done more, but that's like the idealized version of yourself, I think. Um, but you have to realize like what really kept you from doing more? And would you have made that same decision knowing, not knowing that this was going to happen? Mm-hmm. And I think nine times out of 10, you're going to do that. Mm-hmm. You know? um, so um, you just, uh, you have to think about in, in regards to that, that untimely tragedies, always going to activate regret but they're untimely so you can't prepare for them and and ergo um you can't blame yourself when you're unprepared for them so just keep that in mind but you yeah you will still feel it in this regard and then again number one number one is this one right um because number two while objectively more sad and, and regretful um unfortunately yeah i i did not my connection with my uncle was not as strong, right? Or it's not as prolific as, um, as my dance team, you know, like with my uncle, like he was, he was a great companion. He was an amazing person. And I'm, I'm going to miss him so much. I am going to miss him so much. And, uh, but in, in, 
in comparison, the dance team unfortunately built so much of my identity, you know? And then the, the other regret is that I, I had a personal stake in hurting somebody and hurting people. And I, that gets to me every single time. So those are like the regrets that I'm having. Um, and I, I, my priorities maybe I could see how someone could say like, oh, like y'all, you shouldn't be regret. It's just a dance team. It's just dance. It's just blank. But that's just how different I am, you know. Mm-hmm. How how um, it just it's just how distinct I am from from common path society. Mm-hmm. And sharing that that makes me very vulnerable. But it is what it is. Yeah. And ultimately, right? I think about this in this terms, and it's something I have to tell other people is that um, if there is no medium for me in which to kind of address what I feel is like um, my feelings about certain issues that I feel strongly about, Mm -hmm. that I'll become a snitch. Like I'm a rat, like Mm -hmm. a dirty rat, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Because that's what I think feels the worst. I, you know, it's like, you're supposed to be loyal. You're supposed to shut your mouth, you know, like, you know, like whatever goes on here is whatever goes on here because this is not the first time something like this has happened. Mm -hmm. But I need to realize that I need to find out those steps and develop that. But that's what I feel regret really serves Mm -hmm. is, is this, is this ability to create your person. Um, But you need to make sure that you don't let regret teach you the wrong lesson sometimes. You know, Cedric, um, the whole ideal the high the whole ideology of you know be, not being a snitch or anything like that mm-hmm. is you're right. It, it's about loyalty. Now, there's there's something about the balance between morality and loyalty. Mm-hmm. When there's a conflict inside yourself versus what the community believes in. It's the side of the sense where you have to either sacrifice one or the other. Are you willing to sacrifice, you know, your own morality mm-hmm. to still be in this team that that's completely against your own values and your beliefs, so that you can keep growing in whatever direction the community wants to grow, or are you willing to speak out your morality and say something about it because this is how you truly feel? Mm-hmm. You know, this is something that that you believe that is right to you. Yeah. That that's the that's the thing between those two types of ideologies about being a snitch versus um, um, staying loyal mm-hmm. to whatever group you believe yourself that you are loyal to. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. So. No, I mean, yeah. No, thank you for that, because. Um, it was yeah it's a, it's a, it's very much exactly like that it's a moral ethic versus like the community um and i think the reason why i said those things is because i i, I felt yeah that the community was going to hear those things you know um and and i felt like this is something that could you know you should think about mm-hmm. you should think of there should be a conversation to kind of have um because we need to think about growth and change. But I, I always keep forgetting, like, those who are successful in the cur- current status quo, it's just they just hate change. They hate, because it's like, I'm fine. Like, who mm-hmm. are you? Mm-hmm. And then they always say the same thing, you know, like, you don't know anything. 
you don't know how things are. This is how things have always worked mm-hmm. and things have earned. But that kind of mentality or that kind of mind thinking that, you know, because like, I endanger the very thing that you've kind of like grown and developed into. Mm-hmm. Um, it's dangerous. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like it's it's how we stay stagnant. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, you know, that's what I'm saying. Like, I really do believe there was a step I was missing. I see. And, and that's why I ended up, you know, saying what I said in that podcast. Um, and that's why I have that mentality because it's like, it's like it, you betrayed, I, in a sense I did, I betrayed the current community, you know, by saying those things, you know, like, but in the same time, it's like, I didn't, it's like I betrayed it because I think it's a bad habit. I think it's like, I wouldn't, I don't want to condone this behavior anymore. And, um, because I care about the community. I care about every single person that decides to be part of like a team and um and then if they feel like their like their love for dance is is at odds with um <clears throat> with how they're feeling when they're dancing you know um, because of like certain behaviors that are occurring or certain practices that are happening I tell every single person like don't learn the lesson from me don't do it on a podcast like Find the courage to tell your director face to face the person you may love, the person you you may really care for. Have the courage to say it to their face, knowing that their face could cry or could anger or your friendship could end, right? Um, at that moment, um, or fundamentally shift um, to tell them how you are, to not ignore yourself. Um, and think it's just okay for them to do what they're doing to you because that's what I eventually did you know like I did for such a long time mm-hmm. and that's why I let it and then I, and then I saw different ways to do things so I'm like no I don't have to ignore myself I can see myself and I can see and then I things that I say matter or things that I feel matter and um, that's what happened the, the road may lay um, and so you know it's just it's tough it's tough because um uh the way i care is so different it's just so different and so it is with this but um you know i what i failed to do and i, I apologize this is another is a is a minor regret mm-hmm. um but uh alex um i forgot to ask you what, what is something you really regret oh well so um the thing that i really regret but and don't don't feel sorry about now that answer me i love hearing your side of the story (laughs) i think it's important plus i felt like this episode was entirely mostly more about how you felt and i think that was important to to bring out in you so but um for me i'd say the thing that i regret was um going into the stock market with this mindset in mind Mm. the mindset that i had in mind was i'm gonna make a lot of money Mm-hmm. in the stock market mm-hmm. use that money so i can build my own dance studio mm-hmm. and so that i have financial freedom and that i'd be okay mm. and to tell you that um never go into the stock market with that kind of mindset <laughs> never ever please don't yeah um and the reason why i say this is because i lost five grand in the stock market Jeez. and that yeah that put me in uh in in a good amount of debt <laughs> it's okay. I mean, but okay, it's not the worst amount of debt I've ever heard, but I can understand that's a regretful amount of. Uh, oh yeah, there's yeah, no doubt about of it. Course. Um, like I took, I took out student loans to play in the stock market. 
like took uh, $3,500 because mm-hmm. I felt like I had the belief that I was able to do this. Uh-huh. You know, I was able to do it. Now, to be honest with you, I did fairly well, mm-hmm. you know, being able to go through the stock market and be able to um, make a lot of money out of it. Because what happened in my stock market journey was that, yeah, you know, I made a lot of money, went, but I also went down. Mm-hmm. Made a lot, went down. But the, the actions that I took, the, the actions that I took to to go in the route to make a lot of money in my mindset is what ultimately led me to the fall of where I, where I had where I am now, which is the five grand in debt. Yeah. Um, like there are so many situations where like if I went, if I took, you know, invested in this stock, of course, I'm going to make a lot of money. Sure. Or like, but at the same time, you never know what's going to happen. That's the thing. And in, in that sort of sense, I really believe that the only reason why you should go into the stock market, um, this is from my opinion, is if you believe in something and that you're willing to invest in that whatever idea or, pro- or product that whatever that person's creating on the other side of the stock, um, that, that you want to see that grow. Right. That makes sense. You know, not... You want to see your own money grow, but you want to see that company grow. Mm-hmm. Like that should be the belief of what a stock market should be, yeah. and not feel so emotionally conflicted when it's going down mm-hmm. or when it's going up. When you understand the belief of behind of what that company is trying to create, mm-hmm. um, and that's what I failed to do because uh, when I was playing that stock market game, I was literally thinking about being a day trader versus. An investor. Mm. Now, the difference between a day trader. Are you familiar with? Um, yeah, the com- like day trading where you just yeah yeah like, yeah you're buying and selling and you're just yeah buying stocks and yeah selling. exactly like constantly buying and yeah. selling. But but how I kind of like formulated around the belief of day trading now in my mind, mm-hmm. and that's and this is just from my perspective and you know from my own thought. I think day trading. I think like traders are are traders. Mm-hmm. Like. But spelled with the I T O R. Oh, you mean that way? Like, yeah, it's like a homonym. Oh, okay, it's like yeah. a homophone. It's like uh, it, traders are traders. Yeah, it's it's literally when when I think about it, it's literally in the main, in the name. Mm-hmm. You're you're trading away your another person's values and beliefs for your own benefit. Fair enough. That's what that's oh, that's, that's how I see it in my mind. Traders are traders. Right. While investors. Are investors right they're invested they're, yeah you know, they can want to see it through right mm-hmm. there's there's not really a a hidden word behind investors because <laughs> whatever you whatever angle uh for my opinion for whatever angle you look at it you're investing into that form of company or stock because you believe that something good will come out of it right so and that's the thing that i regret is going into the stock market mm-hmm. thinking that i would become you know rich and and being able to be financially successful mm-hmm. rather than understanding that the reason why you should be in the stock market game is so you can see the value and the growth of the smart of of whatever company that you want to mm-hmm. invest in your money into mm-hmm. yeah so it's a, it's the same thing with like nonprofits or with any sort of business as, mm-hmm. as well right. that they're willing to put their money or donate their money and time into your company mm-hmm. because they believe in what you are trying to create. Right. So, and yeah, that's, that's what I definitely regret. Mm. But I learned to, you know, accept my, 
uh, consequences and my responsibilities and my actions. And that's what made me learn to grow and really kind of feel numb to regret. Yeah, well, I mean, good. You learned like an, you learned uh, by every level, you learned a valuable lesson. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. There's and no doubt so, about it. Um, I think, again, that's again, regret functioning uh, the way that I think it's supposed to. Um, but I think it's like a lot of times we, um, I, I'm just, just continuing the point that was made further is like sometimes we want to rush to lessons of regret, uh, like, oh, like, to, to just get to to um to get to just get out of regret, which is like oh like if you had lost that amount of money, it's like oh man, I'm never gonna make it. Oh like, you know, yeah, it's absolutely. A, yeah, it's like I'm not gonna do it. Like it's like, but no, as time, it's like no, I'm figuring this out. It's like mm-hmm. no, it's just like I came in with the wrong mentality of, of through the stock market. Yeah, and you know, realizing that yeah, traders are traders and like all of that stuff, and it's like oh, and and that's what's important. It's like. You don't want to. You don't want to necessarily learn. Like, there are lessons, yeah, that maybe are important to learn about yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, that are like maybe to a degree some way of understanding limits that you currently have. Yeah. But I think that you shouldn't have limiting beliefs through your through your. It's like I can't. I on like shit. I tried. I'll I'll never be able to do it. I don't mm-hmm. know, I'm out. You know, mm-hmm. like it's like I can't. I'm not that person. I'm not blank. I'm not whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. And that's. But regret tends to let us put us into that area mm-hmm. because we, we never want to feel that way again and so we say we'll never do this again mm-hmm. and it's just like well maybe we have to realize further why it is that we didn't get what we wanted mm-hmm. uh, more so than like never doing this thing again or it's the fault of the thing mm-hmm. absolutely and so yeah oh and then and then I guess that goes into our next question sure uh, which is you I guess you'll, you'll ask it yeah that's right <laughs> so the question is uh, Cedric is how do we get over regret? Yeah. And um yeah, like how do you how do you think you get over regret? So yeah, that's the process I've been thinking about. And mm. I think one thing is like um there is this nature and I may it may not be what exactly is the um the best way cuz I'm still in regret. So I uh, I'm still figuring out that system. But one thing yeah. that I will say that's probably not very um popular or i guess uh won't be very praised is like sometimes you do need to escape from yourself okay like you do need to distract yourself sometimes Mm -hmm. um from uh from what just happened to you i see because i think uh there will be time like if you try to approach it right away in the heightened emotional state that you are you're going to try to rush out of um that pain and that mindset and you're going to because you're hurting uh, the examination is hurting you so much that you're just going to be like, oh, no, 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 mm-hmm. no, no. So sometimes you do need to be like, you need to step back from the incident, from the emotion a little bit, like take a breath and then do something else. to. And then this is the other thing I say is like, you need to do other things that add value to your life. Yeah. To remind yourself that you're not a shitty person, no <laughs> that doubt. you're not like, um, that you're not as bad as you want to believe you are, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's what I kind of did. I was like, okay, like, I'm going to focus in on my work a little bit. But I also knew I didn't want to get lost in my work. I didn't want to forget yeah. the how, why I'm feeling, what I'm feeling, and less learning those lessons. So mm-hmm. I took about, like, um, maybe one or two days. Or took, for me, it was, like, one and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like, there was a night I, I couldn't sleep. Like, I just couldn't, I didn't go to sleep 
And I was like, because I was, I, I couldn't close my eyes because all I could kept thinking about is the things that I did and how I came off. And, and, um, and I just like, ugh. Was, was it that bad. same night? Uh, it was, yeah, it was that same night, right? Very much that same night. So, um, but one thing I did do, right? Like right away, right? Is that, yeah, you have a bunch of feelings and you trying to distract from them is, is not right away. So what I did was that I, I took a very directed action. Like I wrote this whole thing, right? This whole thing about how I was feeling, right? Then I was like, that's it. That's all I can do. It, was it enough? I don't know. Obviously it was just, but I need, I also realized I needed time. But I also know that I, I needed to address something right away. I needed time. So then after that, I was like, okay, I did my thing. I did something that added value to the lesson. Then uh, I distracted myself from it. Mm -hmm. Then I tried to go to sleep. Did not work. Um, but then I had work the next day and I thought to myself, like, this is another thing that adds value to my life. Like, I know I do this well, right? Um, and this is like very important. Like, I know I do this well and I know it's very rewarding. So I did that and it helped, right? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. then after that, I talked to some people, mm -hmm. um, you know, um, but I, I, I let them, and I think this is for me, like I had to make sure that I felt like it was being honest to, like mm -hmm. it, was, it was being honest. Mm -hmm. And then I made a list of people that I would like to continue to talk to because of how like my actions could affect them and, 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 and trying to make those steps actionable. Mm -hmm. In doing so, and then I started, yeah, I started getting on top of it. Like one of the things that I asked for was a friend of mine. She was on that very same team, um, but she's like a therapist. And I asked like, okay, do you have anyone you I could recommend to kind of deal with this certain issues that I'm dealing with? And I want to see how forward I can do with those steps. Mm -hmm. See if this is the route for me, yeah. you know, to explore that stuff and yeah. to, know, to tell myself that I am trying to not be uh, this way and to not go into this certain uh, avenue and stuff. Um, but uh, yeah, like, and now I feel a little bit better, but it's a, again, it's a, it's a long step process. I, and then I take time now to really look at myself and, and to see how my actions are and to think about how I will be in the future. Mm -hmm. But yeah, they're, 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 that first initial step is very odd for people to hear. It's like, oh no, you should address it right away. You should just think and think, but I think you would drive yourself crazy. I think you need to pace yourself into the, your, your emotional understanding that sometimes you, because you regret like you wish you had never done it mm -hmm. so you but you did and you can't escape that because you're you yeah you know but every part of you wants to be like 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 no go back in time time mm -hmm. like humans can't have time machines we can't because then we would never grow as a society anymore because then we'd be like no i'm just gonna I'm gonna go, go back, back in time, time fix it fix it and then you know like i'll never i'll never learn anything yeah you know it's just like i'll just you know like oh, i don't want to deal with that and no, 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 no. i just want my perfect life and whatever it is but that's the system right like you know what's really interesting is that when they when there's movies or when there's shows about time travel mm -hmm. uh, and when they do a certain event and they look into the go back to the future it's not what they thought it was right exactly. it, it's never exactly what exactly they pictured or imagined right and it's like, you know, like, it's like the pains of it, right? Um, and I think that's why, like, yeah, like, if you did casual time machines, like, they're just on everybody's watch. Like, it's an app on your, like, on, <sighs> oh, your, on, your, on, your, on, your, on your iPhone. Like, iPhone 20 uh, or uh, 6,000, whatever. <laughs> and then you're just like, okay, like, oh, fuck. Like, uh, oh, I, said, I said all the wrong things in this breakup. Time travel. Mm -hmm. Time travel, time travel, time travel. And then what you're really learning is just how to to not exist with pain mm -hmm. and but without it you really don't 
develop like a sense of depth you're just like you know like nobody's nobody's gonna have any sort of productive like realistic relationships because it's just like oh no i i oh, i should have came home earlier i'm just mm-hmm. gonna come home earlier yeah da, 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 da. it's like all superficial yeah and so you know what's really interesting is that if you said did you just say if everyone had a time watch yeah that'd be a huge problem yeah because <laughs> No one would move forward. Everyone would be stuck in the same time period. And not only that, the other person wouldn't even know they were using a time watch. Yeah. So it'd be very paradoxical. Yeah. It's just like, that's just like, if everybody had a time machine, what would that be like? It'd just be like <laughs> That'd be horrible. It's just like, did you just time watch me? Uh, did you just time watch me? <laughs> like, it's like, oh my God. like the hell is going on? <laughs> and it's just like yeah you're repeating the same loops over and over exactly again, uh, because you're not you're not really digging deeper into any meaningful change and so when i think about this is such a funny tangent but it was it was nice i loved it mm-hmm. um i just i think about yeah like regret unfortunately is, is you living with your choices but sometimes you can't live with them right away mm-hmm. right because sometimes w- with a lot of people's minds right uh, unfortunately right when they feel like a regretful thing happens and they don't feel like they have the measures to do it they mm-hmm. rush to again they rush to actions that are not that are not conducive and and and, and good because then we, we things become problematic right mm-hmm. when your business fails and 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 you don't you don't have anybody to kind of talk to or deal with it or you've never really dealt with an emotional state a lot when the when the 1929 stock market crashed like you know a lot of people jumped out of buildings because they were like i can't live in this world like because they didn't know how to deal with a tragedy such as this yeah you know they regret that they invested all this money and they they, they put their whole livelihood how am i going to face my family I, I don't think i can do that i would rather face death than see the sadness in the faces of a, a family i said i would support like i broke a promise like um or whatever the case may be but that's the problem right like um right now what i'm what i'm hoping is that when we deal with our regrets we deal it in a way that um we it is something we have to, we have to deal with um and this is just my way of doing that mm-hmm. and um because no matter what like i said it's everywhere every decision you make is going to be touched with regret you know like i i ended up with my like my high school sweetheart but i never went to college you know like i um i had this fortune 500 company but i never had i never made time to make a family you know like i I devoted myself to politics uh, but in doing so i made horrible decisions you know and i hurt people Mm -hmm. like and dealing with that and understanding why you did the things that you did that's understanding is what you really need to get from regret Mm -hmm. and um but you need to pace it in a way that doesn't lead to you know mistaken like understanding of what's going on or what's happening so Mm -hmm. that's like that's like in a nutshell all i kind of do um or what i'm doing that's a huge nutshell yeah it's a it's it's not a (laughs) nutshell that's like that's pretty much like uh that's a watermelon oh that's like okay it's it's like this is not just a casual this is not a casual snack um (laughs) and so uh, it's like a whole turkey it's like okay god okay but um (laughs) Yeah, I think um, that's those are the the steps I've actually been taking to deal with regret. Like it's one, it's dealing addressing right away, but in a sort of non judgmental way. Yeah, and then um, and that for me was writing, and then after that, uh, kind of like building distraction while at the same time uh, building value. Mm-hmm. 
uh, in the other regards of what you do. Right. And then three, and then finally, like reflection, mm-hmm. um, finding moments to reflect, like right now, this podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then from there, it's like moving forward and kind of dealing with all of that stuff. And then just really realizing that you do need to create growth for you to get over something. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and so just that's all, that's what I would recommend for all those folks out there that have felt like, They've been stumped or hardened mm-hmm. by any uh, of the feeling of regret. Mm-hmm. Um, that um, yeah, you 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 go through that, especially for actions you think you've done that were wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but like for regrets, like um, like like maybe the death of somebody or you know uh, tragedies untimely. It's really about um, looking back and understanding, trying to reflect about well, who you really are. Mm-hmm. you know and what you really could have done and again like my, my my thing is like it was untimely you had no way of preparing for it so you can't be blamed um for not you know for not doing it even though that's the easiest thing to do mm-hmm. right but ultimately think about this if they were alive would they want you to feel really sad that they were gone if they asked you even the question they'd be like no go on with your life be be who you're meant to be i want you to 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 be strong and to be happy, and even in regards, even even to my regards to my death and mm-hmm. stuff like that, because I don't want to know that something I did made you sad, mm-hmm. and even if that means that that was death and stuff like that. Pay mm-hmm. your respects, you know. Um, of course, feel what you need to feel, but I don't, you know, like I don't wish sadness on anybody, you mm-hmm. know, even in my passing. You know? There's no doubt. What about you? Me? Mm-hmm. Um, well. What's really interesting, Cedric, is that you pretty much said, like, what how I kind of think about it, but mm-hmm. in such a huge amount of depth and and a huge amount of understanding. Um, I'd say for me, um, in a most simple, uh, in a very simple, uh, you know, nutshell way possible. Mm. Um, actual nutshell, <laughs> not watermelon. Yeah, an actual nutshell. For me, the interesting thing is I. I really am kind of numb to the feeling of regret because mm. I always realized that the actions that I took, um, I made sure that like I own it. Mm-hmm. I own that decision while understanding that, yeah, there will be consequences or yeah, there will be, um, there'll be, um, a, uh, an effect of the later aftermath of the event that could have, that just came out without my control. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's the sense of owning owning it and being responsible for it Mm. and when regret does happen i always remind myself you know hey you know like the it's my fault and i'm okay with it because i i take ownership of it Mm -hmm. you know i regret this because i did this decision Mm. but i i willingly made that happen because this is what i believed in this is something that i'm willing to risk right to create whatever intention that i that i want to create out of this scenario and i think yeah that's that's something that a lot of people flinch at like they mm-hmm. and even me but uh i've been learning to do that's like yeah like this is something that this is the price you pay mm-hmm. this is what i i was willing to do mm-hmm. and a good example of that is is you know i since this recently happened i really like pointing this out it's because, like, for example, I quit my AAA job. Mm-hmm. You know, the interesting thing about it is that yeah, I made a, a crap ton of money, mm-hmm. more than I ever made actually. Mm-hmm. I made you know two thousand dollars a month. 
mm-hmm. in that job. Jeez. And all my other jobs, like mm-hmm. I've never made that much, mm-hmm. you know, in such few amount of days, you know, four days a week, 48 hours. Mm-hmm. But the thing was, is that it, it hurt me, you know, um, emotionally, um, my, and my, and my career path and the environment. Mm-hmm. And I, re- and I learned to realize I'm willing to risk this job Mm-hmm. This 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 abundance amount of income, mm-hmm. just so I can be happy, mm-hmm. just so I can, you know, do the things that I'm most passionate about. It's just so I can invest more time into the things that I love. Mm-hmm. And you know, do I regret you know, go, um, not going back to that job? No, I don't. I don't. Not at all. Like two thousand dollars, like in my mind now, doesn't mean much to me anymore. Right, and I think that's important. Like time, like time is important. Yeah, it's uh, it's like, and I learned this from another quote as well. Um, um, when you bet two hundred dollars on something, mm-hmm. and you lose that bet, at least you lost two hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. But when you bet your time on something, you lose part of your life. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think I think we stress that we stress that theme so much in our lives, and I think it's like the main motivation for this podcast is because like you want to be able to spend time doing the things you want to do, and I think one of the things that like helps you do that and sometimes gets in the way of that is your feelings, mm-hmm. you know, um, whatever it may be. Like I I just finished watching Avengers Endgame. No way. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I, I I had seen it before. Oh, okay. But I, I saw it again. Oh, okay. Um, I saw it again yesterday. Okay. And um, it, there's this quote, and um, I think it's 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 a, it's very appropriate to now, where the quote goes like, um, "It's Howard Stark, which is Tony Stark's father." Oh no no, I'm sorry. It's Tony Stark telling Howard Stark in the past a quote that Howard Stark had told Tony Stark when he was a kid, which is like. Um, no amount of money has ever bought a second of time, you know. It's like, you know, uh-huh. like it's like it's like it's like no matter how rich you get, you'll never get that time back, you know. And so, it, that's 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 really important to kind of realize like that you have to balance uh, time and money, but they're they're not equal in scale, you know. Like you value your time way more than you value your money. I think nine times out of ten. Right. That's why a lot of people want to do get rich quick schemes, not get rich like uh, over a hundred years schemes. Yeah. Because it's like, no, I want little little time, more money. You Mm -hmm. know, and that's we all kind of endeavored to do that, but because we want to balance out our time, and so we have to think to ourselves like, okay, like, what is how are we going to balance our lives in regards to all of that stuff, and so. Um, the decision you made, uh, Alex, of course, like that makes total sense for people who really understand what's happening. Again, priorities are always going to be different, you know, mm-hmm. but the logic is sound. Mm-hmm. The logic is sound. And so um, I think we, we tell everybody here, like, um, that's why we take time. Like we take it to mm-hmm. do this podcast. Oh, like, yeah, know? absolutely. Because we we value it, and we no one pays us. Cle- clearly, no one pays us to do this. Oh no, uh, we have does. like zero advertisers and whatever maybe. Because I was listening, I'm listening to a lot of podcasts, and I'm listening to a lot of like the actual podcasters, mm-hmm. right? They will they have commercials, so they have to create their own commercials, yeah. Kind of thing, and I'm like, we we don't do that, and I'm not saying I'm, I'm riffing on them, but what I'm saying is like, we take time to do this 
because we love to do it yeah right um we would love to see it grow and and this is shameless plug time so if there's anybody out there that would love to see us grow we would love to like advertise and do this thing but we want you to know that like like it time is so precious to every single person and what we want to give back is we want to take time for us to do this because we love to do it but then also for other people to understand their feelings and emotions so that they don't overly so that their emotions don't take time from them yeah from doing the things they want to do in their lives absolutely so but yeah um you know this this was a great episode yeah, yeah yeah it was thank you thank you again for letting me do this one hey um, you know, you're very welcome and and yeah. uh, you know as always thank you for our audience to have the open courtesy to uh listen with an open heart in mm-hmm. this episode mm-hmm. um it, it it can be a bit heavy at times but it, we always do our best to uh, really um open a pathway and really lighten and understand how we go through these things and not be you know drowned in an ocean mm-hmm. um and if you'd like to follow us on instagram um it's going to be creative underscore underscore emotions yes um and if you'd like to follow me uh alex it's uh black frost underscore lee uh l3 l-a-c-k-f-r-o-s-t underscore l-e and if you're looking for me it is papacetti 88 so it is p-a-p-a C E double D Y A. Do you see how I didn't even hesitate? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, it's good. Nice. <laughs> I'm getting it. I'm getting it. I'm yeah. getting it. Uh, thank you guys for listening. You guys are uh, uh, you guys are the best. Yeah, and uh, as always, um, if you're listening to a, on Apple Podcasts or iTunes or any um, uh, podcast that has a rating system, you know, mm-hmm. please uh, leave uh, five stars if you believe that. Um, this was a good episode for you or this is something you resonate with and feel free to comment as well Um, Mm -hmm. we're doing our very best on our end to um, get um, get this word out because this is something that I feel um, the world needs to hear more about Mm -hmm. so have a wonderful day you guys have a wonderful day guys